Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. Welcome to Father Augustine and Friends. Father Augustine Puckner is a Norbertine priest and is the new host for Spirit-Filled Radio. Each week, Father invites his friends in ministry to sit down and have a discussion about all things Catholic. Expect to always feel part of the conversation as we dive in and explore our love of the faith. Here's Father Augustine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Father Augustine and Friends. Today, my conversation was with the woman who's really responsible for this radio show. I'm joined today by Katie Hughes, who works for Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry and Spirit-Filled Media. And Katie is also a volunteer here at the parish, and in particular in the rectory. We're going to talk about that maybe a little bit later on in our conversation. But... uh, Katie, as I said, is responsible. She was the first one who came to me with the idea of uh, having a little radio show. And she works with Deacon Steve Greco, who is, of course, a dear friend. And I've been on Steve's show for a while. And then I got to know Katie. And then, like, she comes to St. John the Baptist Parish. And so it's been a really beautiful uh, friendship and now a collaboration in ministry. So welcome, Katie. Great to have you on. Thank you so much. It's great to be with you today. All right. So let's begin with the prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the great gift of faith and the gift of the Holy Spirit, the inspiration you give us each and every day to live our lives according to your will. And may all that we do continue to be guided by your will and your guidance. May our time together here on this radio show provide inspiration for all those who will be listening, especially in regard to Katie's story and the way that you have called her to this beautiful ministry in all the ways that she is helping in this work of evangelization, the work of encouragement in our faith, the work of spreading the truth of the gospel. And in all things, may we entrust our work to the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, St. Joseph, in this holy year, and may you truly Bring forth the fruits that you will and that you wish from all of our time in ministry and our time together on this show. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, so Katie, great to have you on. Thanks for being responsible for this uh, little radio show. Oh, yes. Well, it's a blessing to all of us hearing hearing your conversations with your friends. So Absolutely. I'm so happy to be your friend. Great. Well, <laughs> the pleasure is mine also, and uh, it's really been a wonderful story. And we'll get to uh, some details about kind of how we met and got to know each other. It was uh, in a land far off, actually. Uh, when we were on pilgrimage together in Egypt, but we'll get to that. So for our listeners, of course, we always want to provide in our conversation a beautiful story of God's grace and God's providence. Mm -hmm. So maybe tell us a little bit about your faith journey and provide some of the details that will be helpful for our listeners, uh, for them to also be aware of God's many blessings in their lives. Well, I have to probably go back to when I was a teenager. Sure. And I would say if I were to put a title on this it's uh god's call god's call yeah and the desire so when i was a 
young teenager, maybe 13, I remember a distinct moment in life coming from a very Catholic family. Mm -hmm. My dad was a convert mm -hmm. and my mom was a lifelong Catholic and very mm -hmm. devoted. Mm -hmm. So I had that stability and it was it was always church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. My parents taught young adult groups when I was a little, little kid. Mm -hmm. They taught RCIA for parishes. Wow. And so I had, my mom did detention ministry, so I, mm -hmm. I saw it all. My parents were also um, charismatic mm -hmm. with the gifts and, and in prayer groups. And um, though I wasn't quite aware of everything growing up, mm -hmm. it definitely had an influence on my life. Mm -hmm. And I knew I wanted to do something big for God. Mm -hmm. um, that was kind of at 13. As a teenager. As a teenager. Praise the Lord for I that. was walking down the sidewalk. I was looking in the sky. And I remember saying, God, I want to do something big for you. I know I can't be the Virgin Mary. Right. I want to do something big, though. And um, that was kind of it. Beautiful. I, I gave that to God and didn't think too much about it. But it was there. It was definitely something I shared with God, and He put that on my heart. Sure. As a teenager. As a teenager. See? Now that's a beautiful message for yes. all the teenagers that may be listening. <laughs> yeah. Or parents of teenagers yes. who are, you know, obviously, you know, encouraging their children on the right path and praying for them. Yes. So, yes, the call, the grace can come early on in life. Certainly yeah. the lives of the saints have shown that to us. And now uh, in your own story, it's on such a young age, really, uh, there was that conviction. God was working very much in your heart. It's a beautiful, beautiful message for our listeners. Yes. And um, that stayed with me pretty strongly about being close to God. And I helped um, with ministry as a teenager in high school. I went to Catholic high school mm -hmm. in Santa Maria, St. Mm -hmm. Joseph High School. Go Knights. Go Knights. Shout out to St. <laughs> Joseph's in Santa Maria. Yes. Go green and gold, green and white. And the Josephite fathers were there, yes. um, and there were some good role model priests there that mm -hmm. I learned from. And so, anyways, um, I headed for college. It was Catholic. Mm -hmm. It was back east. It was away from home. It was out of California, mm -hmm. and it was close to New York City. And that's mm -hmm. what I wanted. I wanted to. Ooh. I wanted to be near the big city. Big city. Yes. Wow. Okay. And I wanted to be near art. That was. I mm -hmm. thought it would be really cool, mm -hmm. Broadway, sure. just being around the busyness, Yes, because small town, agricultural, surfing town, right. you don't get that. No, no. <laughs> so the world came in. So for you parents out there where the kids are drifting, have drifted, gone along away for some time from everything you taught them, I drifted. I still mm -hmm. went to church sure. on Sunday. Good. I knew I had to do that. I was kind of legalistic in that way. I mm -hmm. knew that that was one thing you have to do. Mm -hmm. And so there were just, there was pressure, social pressures that mm -hmm. I didn't know how to handle. So sure. that's where I fell into the lies of the mm -hmm. enemy. Yeah. So I drifted away for a while, but I had parents that were praying. Mm -hmm. And I still felt when I was in bad situations, I knew God was with me. Mm -hmm. I knew I had a really good guardian angel. Sure, sure. <laughs> Even back then, I realized I'm in some real trouble. Um, I need some help, Lord. Sure. And so there were those moments. The and... Lord provides that help. <laughs> he does. And even in those moments for all those, right, who may have for some time drifted away, yeah. uh, to have that beautiful message that God is always with them. 
Mm-hmm. Parents, continue to pray, mm-hmm. continue to encourage, continue mm-hmm. through your own good example of your fidelity to really, you know, know that God is working in these in these people's lives. It may seem that, you know, for a while, maybe they become the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. They go off, maybe they're doing their thing, mm-hmm. but God is always, always with them, and the grace of God can always bring about that conversion and transformation. Yeah, and it took a while, mm-hmm. so made bad personal choices, mm-hmm. um, made bad job decisions based off of fear, mm-hmm. um, just fear of providing sure. for myself. And so there wasn't a lot of discernment. It was more acting out of fear. Mm-hmm. And probably, and this is moving much quickly forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, Which is fine. But we don't have a week. So about the time when I was 35, 36, mm-hmm. I was kind of in that place of depression or misery and lost Mm. and I needed out Mm. and my parents were visiting uh, one time and they invited me to a conference and there was a speaker and guess who it was wow that's a tough guess who it was uh (laughs) gee Deacon Steve Greco. Deacon Steve Greco. Oh, that was it was right there. That was one of my Sorry. top five choices. So uh, right. I can hand signal you that one. But um, thank you for the uh, yes, the clue. Deacon uh, Steve Greco. And I, I was still going to church every Sunday, but my parents were in town to visit me, but they wanted to go to this conference, so I went. And for some reason, I had heard about Deacon Steve in a distant, far off. Mm-hmm. situation and I saw his name and I said mom let's go listen to this guy we're supposed to hear him mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> that was like the call it was another call because mm-hmm. people's testimonies have kind of helped shape and guide me mm-hmm. closer to God so mm-hmm. that's what happened he shared his testimony he was so excited mm-hmm. about God and he wasn't faking it he mm-hmm wasn't real heady it was really tangible that i could be in relationship with god too and i said i want what he has right so that was a defining moment it was another call to god Mm -hmm. and he responded and i started going to a prayer group and received prayer and um through that god was healing me and it was deacon steve's prayer group with his wife marianne sure so received a lot of prayer and guidance and encouragement of the importance of the Bible, the mm-hmm. words, mm-hmm. the words that God had for us and with Jesus, the gospel of the good news. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of fresh and new to me. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting super hungry for wanting more. Mm-hmm. And that came through hearing testimonies of people like Father Calloway, mm-hmm. um, Father Michael Gately, Scott Hahn, I desired, I had a love for the liturgy. After listening to Scott Hahn talk about the point of the Mass and the Eucharist, I knew it was God. I knew, you know, it wasn't, it's very mystical, but everything became so like real for me. And that's what led me to the Norbertines. And so God guided me to your parish in Costa Mesa because of the respect for the liturgy, the the love of God, um, and it's simple living, mm-hmm. you know, and wanting that. And yeah. so, you know, God really put a call in my life for that and mm-hmm. wanting to serve Him more. Mm-hmm. So in the past few years, 
I started volunteering with Deacon Steve and, and Marianne Greco with mm -hmm. their ministry and mm -hmm. just helped volunteering, helped with publishing a book, mm -hmm. um, helping out at the prayer groups, just the mm -hmm. email list. Mm -hmm. And then there was a, another call from that I had to the Lord and I was mm -hmm. like, I want to serve you full time, Lord, and I don't know how to do that as a lay person. Mm -hmm. But it brought me back to that 13-year-old child where I want to do something big for you. Yes. And so, uh, if, you know, part of it is the spirit-filled radio, spirit-filled media, right. uh, spirit-filled hearts with um, all that we do. Mm -hmm. And the work that God has me doing is something I would never imagine, Right. including pilgrimages and going to far-off lands right. and mission trips to the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, so... Now, you mentioned uh, the power of another person's witness. Uh-huh. Deacon Steve, you know, Father Calloway, Father Gately, mm -hmm. Scott Hahn. You know, the, I mean, these are like really like well-known, like mm -hmm. they've written books. Mm -hmm. They're great speakers. Mm -hmm. they're, they're part of what we might refer to as this like new evangelization. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, it's like, you know, the message that Jesus delivered once for all. But in the, in the way it's presented, these are some real, you know, kind of, you know, modern great lights for you know, bringing people back to the church. Father Calloway's conversion story, unbelievable. So book recommendation for everybody, no turning back. Yes. The conversion story of Father Donald Calloway. So I was privileged to uh, receive that book. I think it was shortly after it was published. It was a while ago. And boy, I started reading. I could not put it down. I stayed up literally like half the night reading that book because it's just such an incredible story. Father Gately, I have come to know. He's uh, actually been here at St. John the Baptist Parish. Scott Hahn. So these are these are like, you know, the modern great, you know, giants of presenting theology and spirituality, uh, books on devotion, a beautiful way. And there, you know, in that witness, God spoke to you. Mm -hmm. And again, it's a beautiful message for our listeners. You know, it could be any, you know, spiritual book you pick up. Mm -hmm. Now you've got all these different media outlets mm -hmm. that have wonderful podcasts and, and great priests and religious sisters speaking and doing videos, radio shows, all of this information. Uh, is God speaking to his people? And of course, I mean, as a priest, that's very much in my mind in all that I do and all the, the messages that I officially, you know, give. But now as a lay person, too, mm -hmm. you receive that message, mm -hmm. you receive that inspiration, and then God said, now it's your turn, Katie. Mm -hmm. Maybe describe for the audience some of the specific ways in which you've been involved uh, in Deacon Steve's ministry in particular. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned, of course, some of the things that the ministry does. Mm -hmm. But in your own personal involvement, mm -hmm. what has it meant to you? First off, God can pull you out of the ashes yes, and can. create you new Absolutely. when you humble yourself mm -hmm. and when you lend yourself to what He wants. He can do so much with you. Yes. And as a lay person, we have, you know, in ways we have a lot of freedom mm -hmm. in, in what we do. And, you know, sometimes priests and religious, they're confined by sure. maybe like their apostolate or, right. you know, they've got the, the specific things. Yes. And mm -hmm. so as a lay person, God gives openings to things and mm -hmm. it may be everybody is different. So super mm -hmm. important never to compare yourself to someone else and right. what they're doing. Right. It's exciting to be encouraged by those people because mm -hmm. it 
it encourages you say, I can do something. Mm -hmm. What can I, what God, what do you want for me? And so God answers that prayer, and it could be small things from just helping out um, in your parish, your family. Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as someone after Mass, you see they're hurting, mm-hmm. and you offer to pray with them. Mm-hmm. And you may not even know them, but mm-hmm. if you take that leap of faith, God will bless it. He loves when we work together to serve Him in different things. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm getting a little lost and, and off track, but you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's part of it. Is and things just kind of snowball. Like mm-hmm. God uses how He created you. He uses the talents He's given you to glorify Him, mm-hmm. to serve Him, and so maybe it's the arts. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're really organized. Like yes. a lot of ministries need that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're the one willing to do the lowly task, mm-hmm. and there's there's an honor in that, yes. you know, in mm-hmm. in things like that. And you know, like um, it's not always easy, but that just means um, the enemy doesn't like it, so mm-hmm. you come against things. Right. There will be resistance. Yeah. There will be you, obstacles. Yeah. Sure. And suffering. Sure. And that's part of life. That's that was part of the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you're in good company when you, but you can always reach out right. for help. Absolutely. And God does that. The saints do that. The Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. And those in your community. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned the mission trip to the Philippines. Yes. Maybe uh, tell our listeners a little bit about that specific ministry. Sure. I, find, I mean, it's fascinating. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe someday I'll get the chance to go. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, you know Deacon Steve. He's invited me like all over the world. <laughs> Right, Father, can you come here? Father, can you come here? Of course, this was before the lockdown, uh, yeah. but I think as things open up too, we've uh, we've got a couple of other uh, trips and adventures planned. Yeah, but maybe that's such a beautiful ministry. Tell mm-hmm. our listeners about that. There's a great need in the Philippines, mm-hmm. not just financial, mm-hmm. but encouragement. Sure. And so, when someone comes out from far away to just tell you that God loves you Mm -hmm. and He sent me to tell you that. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it was. It was God connecting people to share that love, the Mm -hmm. love of humanity. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Deacon Steve was invited to do kind of like uh, visit a lot of the different uh, religious groups that have all these needs. Mm -hmm. And um, he would give talks and there would be healing services Mm -hmm. and praying for healing, Mm -hmm. spiritual healing, emotional Mm -hmm. and physical. People came, wherever we went as a group, there was about five on the team. Mm -hmm. Wherever we went, um, first people were excited because we were Americans. Sure. And Filipinos love America. Mm And um, they have family here, and yes, so they'll they do. tell us. Yes, they do. So that was great. And the, the even if you didn't have the language, most spoke English, but mm-hmm. even when we didn't have the language, God was present. Mm-hmm. And the tears you would see of just people feeling loved by God, mm-hmm. so beautiful. And mm-hmm. so we, we were able to help financially, too. Right. And so we're helping finish a church in Tondo. Sure. Um, which is like uh, one of the poorest areas of the Philippines. Sure. Yeah. Has the ministry made more than one visit? Yes, we've gone twice Beautiful. as a group. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've done Cebu, and we were mm-hmm. there for the Santinino. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty amazing. Well, our dear Dominican <laughs> sisters at the Abbey 
Right? Okay. My goodness, they have such a strong because they're all Filipino, uh-huh. and uh, their mother house is in Roja City in the Philippines. So we okay. have a connection, like the Norbertines have a connection oh, nice. to the Philippines, nice. and the sisters have been with us for decades, uh, helping us at the Abbey. And uh, boy, they are just prayer warriors, yeah. and so devoted to the Santo Nino yeah. and to all the other you know Filipino devotions. And, uh, of course, we have a Filipino community here at the parish as well. Very faithful, very devout. They, you know, very much are involved in the organization of Divine Mercy, mm-hmm. uh, the devotions. Our Lady of Perpetual Help, mm-hmm. we do every Wednesday night after the 530 Mass. Devotions in honor of Mother Perpetual Help. Those are just a few of the things that our Filipino ministry group yeah. uh, is responsible for. All right, so that's the Philippines. Now, we really got to know each other when I was blessed by Deacon Steve to be invited to serve as chaplain for one of his many pilgrimages. You know, Steve loves to travel, yeah. uh, and he always makes it a wonderful spiritual experience. And, uh, you know, for a, a couple of years, because I've known Steve a long time, and, you know, he said, Father, I'd love to take you on, you know, one of my pilgrimages someday. Mm-hmm. And he knows I'm a very busy pastor, and, you know, but I said, well, you know, I'd love to someday, Steve, right? So he kept asking, you know, well, what about this, and what about this? And finally... The opportunity came when he invited me to be a chaplain on the pilgrimage to Egypt. Yes. So. Epic. Yes. Epic. (laughs) An epic adventure and a really beautiful spiritual journey as well, the pilgrimage. In the footsteps of the Holy Family. Mm -hmm. uh, And then also all the Old Testament history. Yes. uh, Of God's chosen people uh, in Egypt. Now, it's interesting because if you want to really get to know someone or your audience, Go on pilgrimage with them. <laughs> yeah. Go on, travel, you know, halfway around the world with them. You really want to get to know somebody in, in every kind of situation. Go on pilgrimage. Yeah. And that was a, a wonderful and very exciting trip. And that was when, you know, we really, again, got to know each other. And then since that, of course, in my involvement with the ministry, mm-hmm. uh, it's really been a, a beautiful blessing for me and uh, for all that you do. I mean, and it's a lot, really. I mean, let me tell you, people, our audience, Katie Hughes is one of the hardest working people in ministry. She really does. She has given so much of her time and talent to God, and it's bearing abundant fruit for sure. And there were uh, some of the prayer services that I attended. Uh, and then once, you know, I, I sort of started uh, appearing on, on Deacon Steve's show and all of that, mm-hmm. that's you know, sort of where the the media ministry really started. So we have Katie Hughes to thank (laughs) uh, for all this that's that's currently going on. Now, how did the idea of the the radio shows come about? Because now you've got a a really all-star lineup of speakers who are doing these radio shows, and it's still increasing. Yeah, it's still growing. Yeah, still growing the ministry. Yeah, I hate to give it credit, but a lot of it had to do with the circumstances in 2020. Yes, And we were doing, because everyone wasn't going anywhere, so everyone was at home, Mm -hmm. home for mass, Mm -hmm. home for everything. No one was going anywhere. And that's a little frustrating when you're in ministry. Yes, it is. (laughs) When you're used to like events and having all these plans for 2020. Sure. And they were dashed from pilgrimage to Poland with Father Calloway. Right to big conferences about divine mercy and we saw a need and within a month of the lockdown i would say Mm -hmm. like by march Mm -hmm. 
we started doing online conferences mm -hmm. once a month right. and different subjects from Pentecost to the Blessed Mother, mm -hmm. the love of the Father. Sure. And so that's how, you know, we started working together on that. Mm -hmm. And and then we, we were, there's more to do. Like mm -hmm. we felt that call to get with it as mm -hmm. far as technology. I love in person. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of like a little bit of a battle, but I know that people are in need. And so it was really like putting aside, well, this is how it should be. And it was more like, this is where we need to go mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And I see it long-term too. And so we decided on starting another website. So first we had spiritfilledhearts.org. Mm -hmm. And then we decided we wanted to do a podcast. And that would include different content, some from Deacon Steve's radio show, as well as other talent. So and then it kind of snowballed into wanting to have something live. And it was kind of daunting. Like, how do we do live Internet? It definitely wasn't going to be a radio station. Right. That's a little expensive. But sure. And so we grew into, I just kind of figured it out. And, mm -hmm. like, and then we started getting content from people who had really good messages. And, mm -hmm. and our goal for Spirit Phil Radio is different messages mm -hmm. because there's something for everyone. Mm -hmm. Whether you want to learn more about the faith, uh, catechism or apologetics, mm -hmm. you're a parent and wanting support in that area. Mm -hmm. We have Catholic Mama. Sure. Um, with you and Deacon Steve, it's a lot of um, interviews mm -hmm. with people in ministry. Mm -hmm. And so hearing people's testimony, we find mm -hmm. is really encouraging mm -hmm. and um, helps guide people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know what's next. <laughs> well, the Holy Spirit will tell you. Yeah. The well, Holy Spirit. yeah, we actually do. I can give a little hint for 2021. Yes. We are going to have an epic St. Joseph conference. Yes, I've heard. And I've it's heard online. About that. Okay. So, um, more will come. We just have a lot of things to work on on the sure. foundation. Sure. But, of course, Father Augustine. We would thank love you. for you to be a well, speaker. Thank you so much. Well, you know, the year of St. Joseph, uh, this is an opportunity uh, that we want to take advantage of in the mm -hmm. best way. Yeah. I know that, you know, there are talks, there are conferences, there are parish missions uh, based on St. Joseph in this holy year. Uh, and we are making some plans here, nothing official yet, but plans are in the works to bring Father Calloway here to St. John the Baptist Very Parish. Nice for a big uh, consecration of California to St. Joseph on May 1st. So again, like, you know, nothing absolute confirmed, but we are in the, the planning stages of that event here at the parish with Father Calloway. So, uh, yes, Something a lot to pray for. On. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, in ministry, you've, you've gotten to know a lot of, of people. Mm -hmm. And maybe talk about that as a particular blessing of uh, of giving your life to ministry, all the all the wonderful, amazing like Catholic speakers and mm -hmm. Catholic priests and sisters and everybody that you've mm -hmm. been able to know. Yes, I think my my best days are when I'm serving God by connecting with His children. Mm -hmm. So I've had some great experiences where it's just a one on one, mm -hmm. praying for someone. A lot of people have lost loved ones this year. Yeah. Yeah. for different reasons mm -hmm. and um, I've had some connections here at the parish doing that mm -hmm. and 
those one-on-ones are really special. God mm-hmm. really moves and reminds us how important it is to love thy neighbor, love. Yeah. And um, that's what ministry is, is mm-hmm. really sharing our relationship that we have with God, with Jesus, with the saints, mm-hmm. um, and encouraging one another mm-hmm. in our journey. Mm-hmm. Everyone can't live in a box because we need each other we and do. so in, in ministry that's yeah. what that's what happens that's what sure. happens at your parish yeah. too yeah yeah well we recognize we need god and we need each other yeah and that our love for god and then our love and our connection with others and when we really you know have those priorities properly aligned god brings so many blessings to all that we do amen, amen. <laughs> all right finally you have a new volunteer position Katie helps us out here at the parish rectory by providing our evening meal five days a week, five <laughs> nights a week. So uh, what's it like uh, cooking and helping in the kitchen for the priest? It is like one of my favorite things of the day. Wonderful. It is. It's such a blessing to uh, help and serve the priests in their, in their nourishment. Right, yes. <laughs> well, we provide nourishment uh, of, a, of another kind. You have body say. of Christ. We can't body. cook. We can't cook. Well, Father Andrew's pretty good with his Vietnamese food. But other than that, uh, so Katie and a dear friend Martha have been helping us now, and they're, uh, they're our kitchen crew. And yes. they're doing a wonderful job preparing our evening meal. <laughs> it's always delicious and nutritious. And, uh, yeah, obviously you really enjoy it. The two yes. of you are having so much fun in that we kitchen. Do. Yeah. So it's been, been really good. Yes. Um, God is so good. And you never know. Like, I am not a chef. Like, I wouldn't. Well, you are now. As I am say. now. You are now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And God is so good. Like, it's really a sense of humor because I never cook at home. Mm-hmm. But cooking for all of you and uh, is just such a, a blessing. And, uh, again, you never know what the call is on your life. So you never know where God's going to take you, including Absolutely. the Norbertine kitchen. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's now we're back to where we started. The call. <laughs> the call. The call. So thank you, Katie, so much for sharing all the you know ways in which God has and continues to call you. And the, uh, the beautiful message to all of our listeners today. And uh, reminders that, that, yes, no matter where you are uh, in, your, in your life or where someone else is that you love, God is always with them. God's grace will always either you know, bring them back or give them uh, the grace of healing, uh, spiritual renewal. All these things are part of what's going on each and every day, really. So thank you all for your support for the radio show and for the Spirit-Filled Media Ministry. And let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the call that you have given to each and every one of us and to our listeners. Help us to be faithful in our response to the many inspirations that you give us to serve your people in whatever way that may be. And keep us always on that path, growing in faith, hope, and love. And may Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, again, thanks to my guest, Katie Hughes. Thank you all, and God bless you. You've been listening to Father Augustine and Friends right here on Spirit-Filled Radio. If you have any questions or comments for Father, please send an email to info at spiritfilledhearts.org. That's info at spiritfilledhearts.org. Have a blessed day. And until next time, we are one heart and one mind on our way to God.
If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.